0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: It's time for the opening, the, the, the opening drive. Okay, Dan, so I'll let you take it from here. I have thoughts on Kevin Warren, as we said, the Big Ten commissioner who was reported by Pete Thamel at ESPN to be somebody in the mix as a finalist for the Bears' president job. What was your immediate reaction when you saw the news?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I wish I could tell you I was surprised, but I wasn't. As I was casting lines earlier in the fall uh, around the league trying to get a sense for for some of the names that, that might be popping up, and I had a, a prominent league source not connected with Kevin, bring Kevin's name up and say that, you know, with his depth of NFL experience, you mentioned him being in the Vikings organization for for upwards of 15 years as an executive in that front office, what he's done with the Big Ten. And then also notably during his time in Minnesota, he was instrumental uh, in the process that the Vikings organization went through in um putting together a stadium plan and and getting U.S. Bank Stadium built to replace the Metrodome. And so when you see the state that the Bears are currently in and you understand what some of their priorities are going forward for the organization, uh, there's things about this that make sense. Now, again, this is just a uh, report of one candidate here and one finalist. We don't know if Kevin Warren will get the job. We don't know what some of the sub layers to this are, um, but certainly there are some things that are attractive. And if you're Kevin Warren, it's certainly attractive to know you wouldn't have to move your family <laughs> from wherever he lives here near the Big Ten to, uh, to obviously t- to come to work uh, in Lake Forest instead.
2: The Bears don't always respond to reports, as we know from covering them for years, but they did issue a statement in Ted Phillips' Um, was referenced in that statement and here it is from the report on chicagotribune.com we have not set a timeline for announcing ted phillips successor our search team has cast a wide net spoke to many outstanding candidates and looks forward to introducing our next president and ceo at the process's conclusion end of quote dan i think it will be sooner rather than later i would think maybe in a month to six weeks is that a realistic timetable do you have anything else to add in terms of when they will make this. Business.
1: Yeah, look, that should be a realistic timetable, to be honest with you, David. Obviously, Ted Phillips made his announcement uh, public in early September that he was going to be stepping down from his role as team president and CEO at the end of the season. He later uh, gave a specific date to that and said February 28th was was the last day in the building, right? And so so you have uh, that bridge now that you have to, to build and cross if you're an organization to try to get Ted's successor in there. Uh, Colleen Kane, uh, my colleague at the Tribune, had a chance in in the early fall to sit down with George and Ted and talk a little bit about uh, the, the the search process. And you would hope now, here we are, you know, almost four months later uh, at a state where they should have made pretty good progress. They should have it pretty well narrowed down. And then with Nolan Partners, who's the search firm that has been helping them along, uh, they should be able to get this thing across the finish line.
2: And it was during that interview with Colleen Kane when she asked George McCaskey about what he was looking for in the list of qualities in the next president, he said this, quote, Leadership, vision, humility, consensus building. You look at the qualities of outstanding leaders and we think we're going to be able to bring in an exceptional candidate to succeed Ted and lead the Bears. One benefit of that type of experience, he said referencing the, the kind of the past that uh, maybe Warren has the others as, as well. One benefit of that type of experience is you get a little intel on how other organizations work. So that's helpful and I will leave it at that. George McCaskey in September.
1: Yeah. Um, A footnote to all of this is that when I spoke with some folks in the Vikings organization who obviously know Kevin very well and and, and kind of floated his name when the Bears played up there in October, one of the thought processes there was that Kevin Warren makes a pretty good – chunk of change from the Big Ten right now. He's obviously also just negotiated this this landmark TV rights deal uh that's gonna be worth in excess of a, a billion dollars a year for the conference. And so you're very curious to know exactly what the compensation numbers are for the Chicago <laughs> Bears, right? Okay. I, I, like you so. don't you don't leave a, a you know a six million dollar a year job for a two million dollar a year job or whatever you're willing to pay your team president. So who knows what that what that factor is going to be in this as the search continues.
2: So let me take what we just said up to this point okay i'm putting it in a box that's the compartment a that's the information okay i'm gonna open this box and this compartment b that's where you get the opinion and maybe the insight into this and you're exactly right this is what i think about kevin warren as mentioned as a team president for the chicago bears or somebody who was a finalist for the job i think the chicago bears probably need kevin warren i don't doubt that at all i do wonder how badly Kevin Warren feels like he would need the Chicago bears. I don't know that it's a better job and I don't know what Kevin Warren wants. I think anybody in that right. position has to prioritize their values. And maybe he considers himself somebody who is more suited for professional sports and professional football. Although college sports have become <laughs> a very uh, similar thing to that, but you're, you're talking about a guy who has the commissioner of the big 10 before they added UCLA and usc and opened up the western corridor right before that happened in 2020 i think usa today reported that kevin warren earned over four million dollars as a commissioner of the big 10. my sense is that in the last two years that has probably gone up with the inflation of college sports my sense in addition to that is it will continue to increase as the big 10 which is the most lucrative conference in all of college sports he oversees that conference, why in the world would he want to leave that and what that brings him in terms of a salary to go work for an organization that is a four, four, you know, $4 billion enterprise, but team presidents, as we know, Dan, aren't typically paid in that stratosphere.
1: Well, right, and, and and I'd be very curious to know if if the Bears would even consider getting anywhere near that ballpark with with that strategy, with that with that compensation. T- to your question about what would draw you to this job, that's an open ended one, and there's a few possible answers to that. One is maybe you feel like your draw to the NFL is is pretty significant, and you spent a lot of time in the league, and you miss it, and you feel like, man, I want to get back into that world. Maybe you see an opportunity to be a guy who who elevates a a once story franchise that has hit new depths and, and new lows in the last, you know, 10, 20, 25 years. And you, you see the the challenge and, and like many coaches do, the, the potential rewards of, of lifting that back to, to states of glory that have not been experienced around here since I was a child, since you were a child. And, and so th- there may be some of that to that. It's going to be really interesting when this process winds down to kind of get some more insight into how it unfolded and what the, the mutual attraction was between whoever the Bears hire and whoever... Uh, George and the bears, right. and And what that leadership group is. As we know, right now, George McCaskey is overseeing. General Manager Ryan Poles, that was a role he took on when Ted announced, uh, well, at least privately made it clear last winter that he didn't want to be in that role anymore. And so you at, you wonder, does this new team president come in and have a have a role in overseeing the general manager and being a, a sounding board and being somebody that that can be in that role? Is this someone that, that needs to have a heavy football background? The Bears have said, look, we're not gonna lock into, we need someone with a heavy business background, we need someone with a football background, we're gonna go find the best candidate And make them work for this organization. All of these things are an interesting sort of uh, combination of factors that that lead them down a path to making a decision, David, that I think you and I would agree is more significant than it may seem because the institutional failures in this organization over the last quarter century go up. They go up and they go up and they go up the chain and you want to get that rectified as soon as humanly possible with people that are as highly qualified and competent in those roles as humanly possible. And
2: that reality makes the job much less appealing than the traditional of it and it is a legacy job but it is also a complicated job and it's only going to get more complicated because number one your priority list is something that isn't even complete yet but it begins with the stadium project and whether or not you're going to stay at Soldier Field (laughs) or go down the road to Arlington Heights and do for the Bears what um, the Vikings have done what the Rams have done what other organizations have done and what Kevin Warren might be a a specialist at, if you will. So there are a lot of things, but there's also the inevitable succession issues that are going to be confronting the McCaskey family at some point in time for the next president. You have to look at this job as one that you don't take for a year and a half. Right. if If you project out and you're going to be there for a decade, these are the kind of realities that you're going to have to confront before they happen. So there are a lot of things in play for Kevin Warren to consider if indeed he is at the front of the list or a finalist and gone down the road. Whoever takes the job has got to understand some of the complexities surrounding it. Not that they wouldn't, but I don't know how that would be in my world. And I probably do prefer college to pro if I were to you know, have to check a box. I don't know if that sounds like a better job than the commissioner of the Big Ten.
1: I would also just say that the the world of college sports is becoming increasingly chaotic and increasingly more complex, and nobody has a a really good feel on how some of these complicated issues within college sports will 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 resolve themselves, or or at least become moderated to some extent with everything that's happened uh, with the transfer portal and NILs and 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 college athletes being paid and and all of the the chaos that is has that ensued, and so. Um, You know who knows? Who knows how that factors into a candidate's mindset and and, and what they're looking at as they eye a future, and eye stability, and eye things of that nature. Uh, Really going to be fascinating, and and listen, for all of our sakes, for for all of us selfishly on the beat who spent last January tracking uh, 25 candidates interviewing for uh, coaching and general manager positions, I promise you I speak for the entire room that's just to my left over here inside House Hall and saying the faster the Bears can get a team president hired, the more thankful uh, that the beat core will be that that's not something that they have to, to uh, chase for an entire offseason.
2: Absolutely true. And when it happens, we will be right here at the Take the North podcast to give you all the information and opinions you want.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.